gone. Yeah. It's dead in this town. You know? It's crazy. Gotta shake things up. Yeah. For real. Let's go. Hey, what's that 1-800 number listed on there? Uh, that's the Jane Erica number. My, we have a phone my Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's our personal 800 number. Where are you at? Burntree West. That's in Tucson, Arizona. Did you see the shirt I'm wearing? Because you're in Tucson, I wore this. These are called Saworas. Is that right? I have no idea. I just what wish kind of my uh, wife. Is it in Tucson? A Sawara? I have no idea, but or I just wish my Wi Fi was better. You switched your what? I wish my Wi Fi was better. That's all. But how are you, Eric Button? Are you standing up? No. Are you sitting down? If I wasn't standing up, what do you think I hey, was doing? Hey, guess what? This is a totally different time than what we're usually on. This is. 6 p.m. Central. This is what I call uh, stupidly late. Or what's that? What's it that is, other uh, it's, it's right before a reasonable hour, I think. Right before a reasonable hour. Yeah. I, I mean, love it's... Rudy. Do you like Rudy Novak? I love him. I love watching him and his son grow up. It's awesome. What's going on oh, out in Tucson, Arizona? We're just getting by, man. It's uh, it's tough without an Eric Button in Tucson, but we're doing our best. Hey, will, are they going to allow me to come out there? You're always welcome. Anyone is welcome to come out to Tucson, Arizona. Hey, everybody, I'm going to Salt Lake City, Utah next week. So uh, I'd love to see you. Reach out. Give me a jingle. Can we uh, – I don't know if this is going to make it worse or better. I think but you're I standing up. Are you standing up? I apologize to whoever wrote our theme song. We we didn't have that written for the show, and I guess we got a, a stop playing it uh, letter what? email. <laughs> yeah. All this time we've been playing that song, and they're. I am so sick and tired of the man. Why is the man always getting us down? So uh, I'm I'm tired of censorship. Well, th there's a big problem. I wasn't supposed to play it, and because I was in such a rush with Wi-Fi, I played it again. So I'm sorry, Mr. Lawyer, whoever sent me that. I got a new promo that's not it's not downloaded yet, but it was really I good. I haven't known any of this. I'm Eric. Eric, I, Eric, I think you would be. 
I think your world would be shook a little bit if you realized how much work went into. Uh... Hey, your Wi-Fi is better. Really? Yeah. Oh, look at this. And our new. Hey, I'm gonna drop our new promo. So whoever saw that first promo, we didn't play that. Just take so it out will... your mouth. <laughs> This is the hour, the darkest place. It's a good world, good world on Somebody got we're in trouble because we used a song that we wrote. Yeah, they uh who's they? Out, and this is the shocking thing, and I'm I honestly I'm not even playing shocked, but we we our show is nothing, and then the fact that we got a cease and desist is actually I was touched by it. I, I think I'm gonna frame it. <laughs> I'd like to see it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm gonna frame it. I think. I mean, who who picked Facebook to be the police? What the heck? I learned a famous saying from Emily Klein. You want to know what it is? Yeah. What the heck, fire? You ever heard that? What no. the heck, fire? No. So what? Are you, what's going on with you? Hey, I'm excited. So how, tell us tell us about Tucson, Arizona. You getting your grind out there? You getting your groove? We're uh, we're finding a, a big groove and um It's I mean, I'm having a blast. I'll tell you that. But uh, this is the having a Jay and Eric evening show has kind of thrown me off. Like I got some things I need to finish up and it's already on my mind, but the good thing is this special show is we're talking families. You like talking about families? Oh, yeah. Families is the key to success, baby. You know so, what success is? You know what success is? I do know what success Spelled is. Spelled with the letter F stands for freedom. So anyway, we are going to uh, have world renowned. This is probably, I think we screwed up. By getting on the national radar by asking Kevin Peterson to come on our shows because he is like a national presence. And I think if we would have stayed away from a national presence, no one would have bugged us. So we can kind of blame Kevin. Well, but anyway, Kevin is a Kevin's a big deal. Is he in Colorado or is he in Florida? Where's he at? He, he's in Florida, I'm sure. Oh, okay. But he's all over the place. But that's a uh, that's a very good state. Florida is a author, great state. presenter. Uh, 
just all around good guy. How'd you meet Kevin? I don't know. Didn't you meet uh, him in California, in Colorado? No, no. I think he, uh, um, if I had to guess, it, it would have to start with Ben Court. A lot of things started with Steve Millette and Ben Court for me. They they opened the doors to several things. And then, uh, yeah, it was, you know, I uh, I don't go after the, the low-hanging fruit like Eric Button always talks about. So I go after the man. So I said, who's the man? And Ben Court, I think, was the one that said, you know, if you want to go after the man, you got to get in front of Kevin Peterson. And it took me a little while, and I think I finally got in front of him. And then when I finally did, he had a bunch of dogs running around. What are the dogs' names? I think there's a Bernice in there. Bernice? Bernice. Are they pugs? They're French bulldogs. French bulldogs. That's a breed. What breed are you? Awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh, awesome. <laughs> so so <laughs> well, that's a real breed is called awesome. It is. It's a real breed. Jay Staples, uh, his papers say awesome. Well, we're gonna give Kevin. You're standing Peterson, up, aren't you? You're not sitting down. We're gonna give You're Kevin bouncing Peterson around. Two, You're a doing the little jerk and the jive. We're gonna give Kevin Peterson a two-minute warning because uh Why? we don't want to bring him on when he's like tucking in a shirt or something. What you got in your hand there, buddy? Hey, would you show it's an Ozarka? Would you show – oh, you're frozen. Hey, would you show me one of your BTW hats? Uh, they're way back, and they're in the other office, so I can't. Well, we got a couple of minutes. <laughs> Man, my Wi-Fi sucks here. Well, like some would say you checked that out before the show, but – you know, that's something we learned at Burning Tree. You know what? I was doing like an hour and a half worth of show prep. What did you do for the show? Hey, I made it on time and I got good Wi-Fi. You showed up like six minutes beforehand. Because so. I'm, I'm already, I've studied, I've studied Kevin Peterson. I wrote his, I read his Wikipedia. He's got a Wikipedia about him. I knew that he had French Bulldogs. I'm wearing my glasses because he wears glasses. I got my shirt know. on because it's got Sakura or whatever them kind of them Sawara cacti. The Sawara cacti is to represent Tucson, Arizona, where BTW is. Well, is oh, this Kevin Peterson? Does Kevin Peterson have a Wikipedia page? Uh, do I have a Wikipedia page? <laughs> well, I read lying. something about you. Maybe He's it's lying. a biography. Oh my God, that scares the hell out of me. <laughs> By the way, a couple of quick items. Yes. Can you see this? Oh, that's a chip. That's a that's a sober caddy chip. That's I got that the first time I met Jay Staples. Oh. In my yeah, office. I should, I should bring those back. I need to, awesome. I need to get my buttons back. With, you do. By the way, with Bert. Oh. Burnt. That was it. I knew it. Right. Was... 
and Bert is actually a Boston Terrier. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> he looks a lot like a, a Frenchie. I thought it was a French bulldog. I know <laughs> he's a Boston Terrier. They're 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 kissing cousins. So you guys are you guys are pretty. So we got zero things right about you, huh? Well, and I I hate to even go one step further. The guy that introduced us, it may have been Ben Court, but it was Duke Rumley. Oh my gosh, Duke Rumley! It probably was. <laughs> you know? And I can't believe Jay Staples just he just cast Duke around, Duke Duke away like he was a has been. He didn't even <laughs> mention Duke's name. Oh, uh, that's Duke okay. Rumley's probably one of our biggest fans. Well, and he just know. like, oh, it was Ben Court. Yeah. <laughs> he was kind of name dropping, wasn't he? Well, I will say or, this: this is probably not the best thing to say, but when it comes to people that I've been introduced by Ben Court and the people I've been introduced by Duke Rumley, like a lot of business came out of the Ben relationship. A lot of cigar smoking and golf came out of the Duke relationship. So, well, and what I was also going to say is, I'm willing to bet it was Ben Court, but Duke Rumley took credit. <laughs> that's probably that's that's probably the real deal you know that's what i'm thinking is that that that's because that's you know that's how those notre dame guys are you know <laughs> so how are you kevin how are you doing i'm doing great i'm gonna put bert down here i'm doing really good I'm, hey i am super grateful for you guys uh having me on the show and your first evening show and that's kind of kind of groovy tooby and uh it is rudy tooty yeah i know and by the way rudy novak i love rudy novak i mean we should put a webcam on that guy and his kids right oh <laughs> i mean holy moly you yeah. can't get no more norman rockwell than them two when he's running running down the hallway to come get in to land in the arms of his dad uh. i mean Talk about a – they need to put that on every nightly news so everybody can get out of this COVID insanity and say, that's what America's about right there. Yep. Rudy Novak and his boy. That's yep. America. Yeah. What is no, happening to us not talking about Rudy Novak? Like, we're not supposed to be giving him press because we are now competitors. We're both evening shows. Oh, oh, that's right. That's hey, right. I, don't, I don't think there's competition. There's plenty of time to go around for everybody. You know, but I hope we get better ratings, but I don't think we will. Hey, has he gotten a cease and desist letter? I don't think so. You know, <laughs> actually, side note to that, I think we're going to hire Rudy to be our lawyer. So there's a there's a whole big connection there. So Rudy will take him down. Oh, I'm telling you, that's the way you want to go, man. He's the man. That's Kevin. Awesome. I got one question for you. Yes, sir. Well, this is the first of many. Okay. Jesus. Is that a Boston Terrier planner? That's the same color as your shirt. That is actually okay. So that is actually a French bulldog. I I know there was a French bulldog somewhere. And it is it is the same color. Now here's the funny part. I am I am colorblind, and I don't mean ha ha colorblind. I mean clinically colorblind. Okay. <laughs> and like and. And so you say it's the same color as my shirt. I'm like, sure, if you say so. <laughs> my wife picks out all my clothes. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Now, who is the lady that's in the picture up there? That's my wife, Amy. Well, hello, Amy. 
Yeah, she's she's hanging out with the other dogs. <laughs> how did you and how did you and Amy meet? Amy and I met um, at a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous, and um, she actually and fully admits to this. She stalked me at the meeting. So she thirteen stepped you. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard because I'm sober long longer than she is. But yeah, yeah. She, so she, you 13 stepped her. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I this is going Eric, don't get everyone in trouble here. Hey, pull I it mean, back. it is a family show. <laughs> That's not a family topic. I know oh, it's not. No, no, no. We're trying oh. to bring hope and help to people struggling with the disease. They don't they now they're now they're googling 13 step. No, and, let's, and, let's, and Kevin Peterson Wikipedia. All right, That's going right. on his Hang Wikipedia on page, I bet. Let, let me fix this. Let me fix this. What I want everybody to know is that you and Amy, there was some kind of power out there that guided and directed you both to go into this meeting at the same time. And it was just chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. No, and right. as far as I may have misspoken, but Wikipedia, uh, I did do some research, but maybe it wasn't Wikipedia. I'm not the smartest person. Uh, well, hey, hey words have power, Eric. You, you, you're not, I mean, stop saying you're not a, sm a smart person. You're very intelligent in your own way. Hey, I met Emily in drug rehab. Yeah, that talking about, that's a true 13th step, what yeah. you did. We won't no, get into God, that. God had us be there at the same time. Yeah, we won't get into that topic because that that's against the rules. <laughs> how did but. you how did you get into writing books, Kevin? Yeah, well, interesting story. Um, my brother, uh, my wife uh, said, "You know what? You need to write a book. You need to write this stuff down." Because I would come home every day and be like, "God, you know." All day, every day, I work with the same family over and over again. You know, it's but they were help, different. Well, yeah, help me, help me, help me. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Step right on that landmine. <laughs> but it was always help me, help me, help me. My 16-year-old, my 26-year-old, my 36-year-old, my 46-year-old is struggling with addiction and it's destroying the family. And so I would tell her this, and she's like, here's the thing. Uh, your message is much too important to be only heard by one family at a time in a room. You need to put that in and write that down. And then you need to broadcast that message and get it out there to the world for free and just, just hand it to them and say, here, let me, let me help you. And, and let me show you the way to, to heal your family and to help, help the addict in the family get better and then help you get better. And, and uh, so that's actually how that whole, it was, a, it was a long, bumpy process. Through that process, Amy actually got diagnosed with uh, two kinds of cancer. And so we had to go through all that process in 2018. And then uh, in 2019, we moved here to Jacksonville Beach. And she's been completely clean for two years of uh, all cancer. And, um, but that got me a chance to finish up the book. And then I wrote another book. Um, because I realized after writing the first book, which is the first book is Chronic Hope, um, Parenting the Addicted Child. Okay. And that's kind of a quickie. It's kind of like a, here's what you need to get done. 
And then I sat down and wrote another book called Chronic Hope Families and Addiction because I realized I wanted to spend more time talking to people about the family. You know, so that's I'm, that's, glad, I'm glad you got you had copies here because a good show probably would have had all kinds of banners and pictures and stuff. I was dealing with a Wi-Fi issue for the last hour, so we have nothing. But I do want to point out, and this is the most important thing, and then if it's all right with you, we've got Jay and Eric's mailbag gets kind of overfilled. And I went through, because uh, I'm not the best with checking it every day, but I was shocked. There was 187 messages, Eric. Where does wow. that go? They go to our email address. But we have an email. <laughs> you knew that was coming. <laughs> Eric knows nothing about. So anyway, and then I picked and choose. We had about ten or eleven with family questions. I said, "Hey, we got we got the guru coming in." So, uh, but I want to touch base with the it's the Chronic Hope Institute Facebook page. Yeah, Chronic Hope Institute Facebook page. <clears throat> you can go to put that Chronic down there, Hope. Jay. Uh, chronichope.us www.chronichope.us um, and then we have the Chronic Hope podcast on Apple and, and then we have the Chronic Hope uh, YouTube channel on YouTube so uh, and, and the whole thank you and the whole idea there is to put as much material and as much information on these areas for free. For it's free fun. resource. It is a free, free, no strings attached, free resource. Free. And, and and if you go to the Facebook page, you can join the Facebook group. And I do a, a Facebook Live uh, every couple of weeks where I do what we're going to do, answer questions. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want families to know that there's a free resource for them to get answers. The books aren't free. Um because because Jeff Bezos doesn't play free. <laughs> well, Eric Button, Eric Button will pay for anyone that wants a book. So he's he's making money now. All right, glad <laughs> to hear it. Glad to hear it. Are they about the are they are they less than Girl Scout cookies? No, they're not. Well, let's get into. Okay, I will say if you do invest, they're priceless. In, in other words, if you do invest, uh, it's it's certainly well worth every penny. And I think every treatment facility, I know for a fact, and this isn't just fluff. I mean, I talked to Kevin. Uh, I was on his actually podcast, his actual podcast yesterday. I was on it. Ratings went, I mean, skyrocketed in the wrong really? direction. I mean, in the wrong direction. But you know, I think they're going to be able to put the building back up to, you know, it, it takes a few weeks to get back. It's, I'm like a, a tornado that comes rocking through, but anyway, uh, <laughs> we did talk about having Burntree West coming. I do want to have the books and I, I certainly want to get Kevin involved with Burntree West. But anyway, without further ado, you guys ready for some questions? Bring yeah. it. Do I answer any of these all for Kevin? I mean, you can, I mean, Eric, what I know about you is you're always going to chime in. So all right, I'll be quiet. You can chime in. So there's you're not able to put all the emails, uh, but basically, Marianne, a 25 year old, a 25 year old is currently living a sober living and has almost a year of sobriety or recovery. He's a college graduate and smart, yet he's working at a coffee shop. Basically, what she's going on and on about, she doesn't want. I think this is funny because a lot 
of uh, not funny, but a lot of moms and dads are writing these and saying, I know I don't want to enable, I don't want to get involved, you know, but she's basically saying that, you know, my 25 year old son has got a year of sobriety that couldn't be more happier. He's got, he's a college graduate and he's just content, you know, making brews at coffee shops. Meanwhile, mom and dad are kind of floating. Mom makes a point. I mean, this is a long email. Makes it a point, doesn't have a problem with paying, you know, but when does, you know, as kind of this issue with the mom feeling the the loved one addict maybe in a in kind of a neutral phase. Does this make sense? It makes perfect sense. Every, almost every family I work with at some point has this conversation with me and says, hey, we're happy he's sober. We're happy he's in sober living. He's gone through IOP. He's down to going to school or a job. Uh, but but how long do we got to keep doing this? You know. And so what I always say is, look, when we started, we were like this. You know, mom and dad's contribution was up here because he was in treatment. You know. And and so what we want to do over time is slowly rebalance things. And so if he's got a year sober and he's a college graduate then you need to start having that conversation with him and saying, hey, so proud of you, love you. I mean, by the way, let me rephrase that. You don't need to. My suggestion is to say, hey, I would sit down. If I was counseling you, I would sit you down and say, you know, I love you. I love you. I mean, my son, I love you. Um, and we're so proud of you. Um, we're going to start pulling back financially, not all at once tomorrow. But but in the next three to six months, we're going to start reducing and you're going to have to start contributing more and participating more. And because we're so proud of you and we know you can do it and we know you can handle it. And this is, a, again, this is a conversation I have with every family I work with where the guys in long term sobriety. And it's like, how much longer we got to do this? You know, and, and my response is, oh, you can start pulling back right away. It, it's time for him to start getting out of the nest and starting to fly, you know. And, and see how it goes. And and that's personal experience. You know, when I was 20, I got sober when I was 27. And, you know, I had to go out and get a real job for the first time and start paying my own bills and getting my own act together. And let me tell you something. Turns out quitting drinking and dr doing drugs was the easy part, you know? <laughs> yeah. Behaving like an adult thing, that was the hard part. <laughs> we still haven't mastered that, have we, Eric? You got anything, Eric, in this I case? Have. Eric, you, got um, you you know what I what I think about. You know what I was thinking about. I wonder if mom and dad are still paying for his cell phone bill. Exactly. You are because he's on a family bill. plan. You yeah. are big with the cell phone plan. I tell you that about Eric. He's Paul. on a family plan. Let me tell you. I, <laughs> exactly, and that's the kind of thing that they can sit down and start talking to him about. Like, hey, we we want you to start handling your own cell phone. We want you to start, I mean, if they're paying for the car and the insurance and the gas, it's time to start pushing those things onto his plate and saying, you know what? That's what adults do. Adults pay their own freight, you know? Another piece being 25, uh, he's probably on mom and dad's health insurance because he's working at a coffee shop. Maybe he's working at Starbucks. Maybe he's the manager at Starbucks, but He's got to start thinking about health insurance. That's right. That's right. And, and I think it's important to ease them into it. You don't just, you know, call them up and say, hey, starting tomorrow, good luck. 
you know, it's, hey, I want to let you know that we're going to give you like three months and then we're going to start, we're going to, again, remember, we're going to start downsizing, you know, and yeah. so we're going to start, you're, you're right, you're absolutely right, Eric. That's one, one last, one last thing or observation. I know this, when these families continue to do for them, what they're telling their loved one is they can't do it. Indirectly. Yeah. Indirectly, not verbally, but yes. No, no. Again, something, something as a conversation that I've had three times today before we got on wow. this together, you know, you know, the message you're sending to your kid is you're not capable of handling it, you know, and, and you're not, you're also not letting them learn how to, you know, engage in the struggle and engage how to solve the problem. You know, how, how do people learn how to solve problems by, by solving problems, you know, and not by watching somebody else do it for them. So, so. Kitty, Caddy, Kathy, both were Kitty, Kitty. Kitty, Kathy, they both signed it. She signed it, Kathy, she said. But anyway, 32-year-old uh, daughter's doing quite well. Thank you, Eric, for your suggestion. You may have been, you may have directly worked with this family, Eric. And uh, my concern is for her boyfriend that is using daughter doesn't know. Oh, this is this is the typical. So paraphrasing here, because I mean, thank you for everyone that's taking the time to write these. This isn't like a three sentence email. So basically, daughter doesn't want to admit that boyfriend who she met in treatment or in the rooms or whatever is actively using. Another case of mom not wanting to get involved, but knows that the boyfriend's using and it's only a matter of time before she starts using. And this is where I think the bigger problem lies is the mom is almost, almost already ready for her to relapse and get her back into treatment and so forth. Instead of, you know, she may still be sober now instead of acting on it. She doesn't want to be helicopter mom or whatever. And she's read all these Google reviews. And so it's ultimately going to wait for her to be like, see, I told you, honey, uh, let's go back into treatment. So you got a case of a 32 year old daughter. Mom doesn't want to get involved. Dad doesn't want to get involved, but the boyfriend actively using. What do you got for this gene? And I, I will say this, we're, we're actually putting Kevin right on the spot. This isn't a warm up or anything. So anyway, this is directly, this is Kevin reading it as you are reading it on the screen. So, and, and by the way, we got a comment too from Jennifer that you may want to look at, um, but I don't know. I mean, oh, so when should I start this with Austin? Oh, okay. We'll, we'll, go we'll get to that. We'll go back to that. So, so Kitty, with your with your daughter, and this is by the way, would you believe that I literally had this conversation a couple of days ago? You know, <laughs> I know, right? Oh my God, who would have thought? Um, and my answer was very straightforward and very simple: is that um, you know, and this is what I would tell Kitty: is that you know, you can't control her, and you can't control what she does or who she hangs out with. What you can do is tell her that I love you, and I'm concerned, uh, and I'm concerned that your boyfriend's using. And, and I also want to be clear that, you know, he's not welcome to come be over here or participate or hang out with us while he's using. And, and we're going to hold that boundary. And, and, and again, I love you. You're my daughter and I want you to be happy and I can't make choices for you. And, and the, the thing that's really critical here, and this is the really important part is 
it's okay for me to tell you how I feel about something like, here's my boundary. I'm not comfortable hanging out with this person because I think they're using, but I have to stop there. I don't then get to say, and here's what you need to do. You see the difference? You know, mm -hmm. there's like this line. It's like, I can go right up here, but then, I, but then, you know, what the family wants to do is, and let me tell you how to live your life. No, 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 no. What you can do is say, hey, I'm not comfortable hanging out with that guy. I'm not comfortable because I think he's using and that makes me, I'm not okay with that. But, you know, you're an adult. You can make your own choices. But understand if you're going to hang out with him, he's not welcome here because of this. And, and it's our house. It's our rules. So our house, our rules. So what if, would it be all right for Kitty? And I'm just being like a devil's advocate. Would it be all right for Kitty to say um, a daughter? <clears throat> I'm paying for your cell phone bill. If you want me to continue to pay for your cell phone, I want you to break up with uh, a drug boy. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> so that, that goes under the manipulation status statute. All right. Um, it is okay to say, you know, now, now let's, let's take this to another space. What if mom thinks that the daughter's funding the boy boyfriend's lifestyle? Now we're talking a different story. It's like, hey, you know what? I notice I'm paying your rent. I'm paying your bills. I'm paying your car. And I notice he's using all of those things. I'm not comfortable with that. So I, that's different. That's different. But being punitive and saying, until you start hanging out with the people that I like, I'm not paying your bills. We're not doing that. But, but you can say, hey, I'm not okay with you using my money to fund his lifestyle. You know, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a good, good one. That's, that's great information. Yeah. All right. Summer. Thanks for the laugh guys. On a serious note, my, my daughter just got a treatment at five months this Friday. She's putting on weight, complaining of acne. She's very hard. Well, ultimately is uh, paraphrasing again. So what they're saying, what this mom is talking about is, uh, the, the self-hate would we maybe classify. She did not use that. That's me paraphrasing. And so you have a, you have a daughter that's five months sober is obviously still struggling with early recovery and is now going through probably some other issues with, you know, the body issues and, and so forth like that. And kind of the mom is saying what we all, I think every parent says like, you know, I heard it gets easier as they go along and it doesn't seem like it's getting any easier for my daughter and she's kind of just snowballing self-delusion doubt in, in the mom saying, I've seen this far too many times. I know what her next step is. Is there anything? This kind of gets into the, this is a serious clinical component right here, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great question because, you know, <clears throat> right. This is the, uh, this, this is back to what we talked about a little bit earlier. Well, it, where it turns out quitting the drugs and the alcohol is the easy part. It's, now and now that I'm so I, I'm going to tell you so you know you guys know I mean we talked about it I'm in AA um, on in May on May 5th if I make it I'll have 30 years sober wow which is you know you know that that's double me that's that's all higher power that's not Kevin if it was up to Kevin we'd have a whole different story <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, but I want to be clear that that the hard part of sobriety is learning how to behave like an adult. And I also believe 
that everyone in recovery should be handed a sponsor and a therapist. Yeah. Just right off the bat because of these exact issues. Because what happens is we get sober and the feelings and the emotions start to come up, you know, and all that inner working stuff. And, you know, so I'm going to reference back to my wife, my amazing wife. She's like, I'm going to make T-shirts for you. And the front's going to say, of course, we're going to talk about your childhood, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because that's what we're going to talk about. That's what's going on. This poor girl who, by the way, five months over. Oh, my God. You know, yeah, big deal. That's big deal. that's rock on, sister. Um, um, but now she's going to start dealing with that stuff that was lying dormant or in denial or whatever you want to call it. Um, and so so what does the mom do? So I always, because it's, I love to talk about the problem, but if I can't bring a solution to the table, I'm not doing my job. Um, what's the solution? Offer to, what I would do is say, hey, I love you. And I noticed that you're kind of hard on yourself and you're struggling with some things. Um, how about we go look for a therapist? You know, how about, you know, and not, I'm going to tell you to go to a therapist. So, so here's a big key phrase, right? And, and this is, this is one of my, you know, Help is the sunny side of control. Okay. Ooh. So when I say I'm going to help you, what I mean is if you ask me, I will offer my help. And if you take it, that's great. If you don't, that's okay too. You know, that's different than me getting up in your business and writing you and telling you what to do and trying to run your life. Help. Say that help, say that help again. Help is the sunny side of, of control. Help is the sunny side of control. I heard that at a, at a, at an AA meeting in Los Angeles in the early nineties. And I was like, Oh, Oh, what was that? <laughs> Help is the sunny side of control. Man, I can see the t-shirt already on that. I, you got a spatula. You got a, I don't want, want someone stealing my idea. So yeah, no, I'm on I want to get it trademarked and then I'll tell you all about it. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, the truth is when somebody, when I, you know, when, when I'm in my, when I'm in my codependent behavior pattern and I'm like, well, let me help you. What I really mean is get out of the way I'm handling this, you know, and, <laughs> and that's not what they ask for. Right. So. All right. Brittany, 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 I love this one. This one caught my attention, so I can paraphrase. A 21-year-old son is using again. He has been through every treatment place we can find. His father is actually taking an active role in not taking his calls or sending him money. He can't help but help him. So she is in this tangle. She just got newly married, and now she's basically saying the new husband is now saying, like, hey, driving a wedge. You're always on the phone. You're always helping. You, I mean, you, I mean, preaching to the choir here to both of you. So ultimately this lady is saying, I can't help, but help my son who's homeless and who knows do an active addiction, but she feels like if she helps her son, she's going to end up divorced. Oh my gosh. The number of times that I've heard that uh, before, right? I mean, you know, that's, that's why we say, you know, addiction is the game the whole family can play, you know, I mean, because it takes everybody down with it, you know, and and I, and I, you know, it just impacts the entire system. So, so Brittany, oh my gosh, I mean, um, here's the deal. Here, here's how I would roll with this. Here's my thought process on this one is that, um, and I'm, <laughs> I'm not shilling, get my book or go listen to my podcast or go listen to my YouTube channel. And because what I do is I outline what I call plan A, 
which is we're going to hold boundaries in three categories, drugs and alcohol, school or work, and behavior in the family. And so you're just going to have some boundaries with them and hold them accountable. Now, here's the important piece, because the next thing people always say is, oh, you're saying tough love. I don't believe in tough love. Tough love kills people. I'm not interested. I'm talking about saying, son, I love you, and I, and, but I'm not going to tolerate your using, and I'm not going to let you come into my family system and ruin my life with your drugs and alcohol. However, I will help you find help, or I have a solution available for you. And, and that's where you need to lean on, you know, Eric and Jay and myself, because we, I, I know he's been, he's, he's 21, he's been to a bunch of treatment. I get that. I told, we all work with that on a regular basis. We will help you find the next place for him. And it may be a kind of place like in Denver, they have Stout Street, which is free. It's a two year boot camp. I'm sure you guys know places that'll take this kid off the street if he's willing, but, but that's the deal, right? Is mom holding her ground and saying, I love you. I'm not, but I'm not going to watch this. But if you, if you, if you are ready for help, I will move mountains to get you that help. Does that make sense? Crystal. Man, this, this has got a powerful family program already built in. I can only imagine the, you know, the stepfather and the, you know, the, oh, I mean, I go back to, to my family program and sitting, we sit in, sat in with, you know, two or three other families and there was something very similar to this family dynamic playing out. And it was the, basically the, it was the other way around and this stepmom stepping in and saying, I can't do this anymore. Like, you know, I'm not, I, I married your, your dad. I didn't marry this, you know, dad always searching for you on the streets and, you know, getting himself into trouble. And, you know, when, when we have to go on a budget because he's been paying left and right for all your, you know, so anyway, last one. How about, uh, okay. How about, oh, this one is just simple. I mean, and it, but it's a buzz thing going around. So, Holly, truly enjoy your show. Watching guys gives us mom that recover gives us moms that recovery is possible. Actually, a mom watches our show. Thank you very much for watching. Sorry about that. Uh, was wondering your thoughts on kratom for therapy. His, her, her son has now convinced the mom that he is still sober and taking Kratom um, because it eases his cravings and his uh, anxiety. And she is upset with where he's at. I don't know, I would assume sober living or something that he keeps testing positive for Kratom and doesn't, don't you know, he needs that for his anxiety. And so I don't really feel like touching this one, but you guys can go ahead. <laughs> Oh, I'm jumping in. <laughs> um, so remember, I come from Colorado, land of recreational marijuana, where I actually sat down the first year they legalized that recreationally. I sat down with a friend of mine who's a psychiatrist there. And he's like, hey, I got to ask you a question because you work with a lot of people in addiction. I'm like, yeah. He's like, have you had to start asking when you in the in the forms that they fill out? And you put, you know, are you using drugs? And they say no. And then you start talking to them and they're getting high every day. And they're like, well, that's not a drug. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> welcome to my world. <laughs> you know, um, I want to be clear how I define sobriety. Simple and straightforward. 
no drugs, no alcohol, no mind altering substances. So that includes Kratom, that includes recreational marijuana, that includes whatever the next generation of designer crazy drugs is. Um, now, here's the thing. So the fact that the son says it's good for his anxiety and cravings, great. So what I would say is, you know what's good for anxiety and cravings? Therapy. You know what's, you know what's good for anxiety and cravings? Therapy, meditation, exercise, nutrition, and spirituality. Those are the five keys to anxiety and depression. And, and, and so I would be really clear with her, like, hey, if you want me to support you on your journey financially, this is how it's got to look. I'm, I'm not comfortable with this. Um, so I, and, and I, I know that comes off as kind of black and white and, and a little rough, but, you know, the, the truth is the truth, you know, and, and I think that's really how we have to start seeing things. I am not a harm reduction guy. I, I am I am not that guy. And, and there are people that have subscribed to that. And that's cool. More power to them. But that's not, the case, you know, let me let me ask you something, Kevin, please. Families come to you for help. And then they do exactly opposite of what you suggest. <laughs> never, never happens with my plan. Never, never happens. Never happened today. Right before what, I <laughs> what have you found to be the best way to help invite them to taking the plunge to follow your direction? Great question. And, you know, the truth is it happens all the time, you know, and, 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 and I understand why. I mean, let me tell you, when I first started in this gig, I was like, wow, what the hell? I, I, I know everything. Ah, and it's like, okay, cool. You guys do what you got to do. You know, that's cool. I understand. Um, about the only time where I will actually throw a little bit of a tantrum is if we have like a heroin user, you know, or someone that's using a drug that could kill them tonight. Okay. I will be like, yeah, no, uh, -uh that's not okay. Um, so what I do to invite them in is, you know, I say, look, I'm going to tell you my opinion. I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. I'm going to present you with a bunch of ideas and concepts. I'm going to give you a reading list. I'm going to give you the whole enchilada, the whole combo plate. Okay. Speaking of which dinner tonight, when I'm done going to a new barbecue place called the bearded pig, if you guys ever come out here, I'm taking you there. Anyway, side note, uh, <laughs> place is amazing. We got a new sponsorship, the bearded pig. Yeah. Um, but I, and, and you know, I used to really bang people on the head with like, you need to read Codependent no more. You need to go to Al-Anon. That doesn't work. It's like, it's like banging a, an alcoholic on the head with, you got to go to AA. You know, so I'm like, hey, look, here's the deal. Let's assess the situation. What's going on? Where's the family member at that's using? Okay, great. Let's start doing some education. You know, let, let's just start. Let, let's ease into this with read my book, watch the stuff I'm talking about, you know, uh, go to the Jay and Eric show. That's man. That's going to be new on my mandatory reading list or watching list. And, and, and let's start, let's, let's just see if we can start self-identifying you know, and saying, oh, oh, yeah, we do that. Or, yeah, he does that. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So, you know, there's a solution, and I'm happy to offer you the solution. But you need to understand that it's going to be, you know, we're going to take a giant leap, you know. 
and, and let them sort of work their way through. And so for the families that listen to what I have to say, create the plan, blah, 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 and do the opposite, I'm okay with that. That's cool. That's, I mean, here's the thing. At the end of the day, I'm here to help. I, I, at the bottom of my heart, I want to help you and help you figure out what's going on. So, you know, if that's what has to happen, that's then that's what has to happen. And, and we'll walk through it together. I will never abandon you. I, I had a I had a person recent like today who was like, "You're gonna be mad at me. You're gonna you're gonna be so angry with me." I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just not. You know, and that's just not how I roll. I mean, the, the shame and punitive and finger pointing and belittling. You know, you know, how well does that work? You know, and it doesn't right. And so let's get to a space where we're doing this from a point a, a place of love in our heart and saying. I want to help you. And I understand that you're going to be like, no, that's not going to work. You know? Okay, cool. Let's, let's talk again in a week and we'll see what happens. You know? And, and that's really the, that's the answer. That's the best answer I have. Well, ladies so and gentlemen, no better family resource, family guru than Kevin Peterson, KP. Oh. I, I always talk, uh, you know, we, I, I mean, we could, sounds like we could do this for three hours straight and answering questions. You do have a free resource. It's truly free. It's not a bait and switch. He's not going to, you know, sign up for my uh, webinar. I can tell you that firsthand. Eric will back up that same thing. It's truly is free. Go to the Chronic Hope Institute Facebook page. Um, it really is free. I've jumped on it. He actually let me in on it. And so, just the videos and the support and just the, the amazing outright. Uh, we're all in this together and it is certainly not, I will point this out and Kevin's not forced me to say this. I, I need to point this out because I think a lot of people start a family support Facebook page with good motives. And then it turns into someone saying I need help and they're overwhelmed with 15, 20 people come to Florida, come to California. This is not what this Facebook page is all about. This is actually uh, pure help and leaning on each other. He's trying to build up this database. There's there's plenty of people already there, but you know, I think more people need to jump on this because if you're trying to do it alone, stop it, please. Just stop, stop it. These emails that are overriding just coming into the Jane Eric show has taught me stop doing it on your own. There's a free resource out there. You're not alone. There's other families doing this. So, Kevin, uh, thanks for what you're doing. Kevin, hey. let me ask you something. How can someone get your books? So they can go to Amazon. It's on so the, the paperbacks are on Amazon. They're on Kindle. And they're also on uh, Audible. I had them uh, recorded uh, on, on Audible format as well. And um, and you know what? I'll tell you something. At the end of the day, if, if if one of your listeners is like, you know, I'm broke and I can't afford the ten bucks, you have them email me and 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 God help me. <laughs> I don't turn into my. Own. I mean, we're just connecting. I mean, <laughs> yeah. this is what we do. Like we force our. People yeah. that come on to give away. No, Kevin I I know. tells you, I, I didn't, that's not shocking to me one bit. And, uh, yeah. you know, if there's more than one, uh, I think between Jay, between Eric and I, I think we can afford anyone that's really needing truly the book. So yeah. uh, we'll, 
We'll figure it out. And, we'll we'll yeah. send – Jay and Eric will send the second book along with that. So we'll, you'll get the package. How about that? So Whatever works. And by the way, guys, I mean, I'm just throwing this out here because I just – I mean, I, I could spend three hours with you guys. I freaking love it. But you know what? If you're getting those emails on a regular basis, I'm okay with, you know, us doing this every couple of weeks or whatever and answering those questions. Well, I mean, we'll start doing it. I'm in. I mean, I'm all I'm in. in. You know, I really think that this time of day is actually a better time because people are, uh, they're just, you know, they're coming home. They want to get their feet off. They want to, they want to talk about an important subject and, uh, we're here. Yeah. Hey, he's got to get to the bearded pig. So Kevin, thank you so Kevin, much. Love you. God bless you. I truly, I, I mean, I'm in too. I mean, if it, if you want to come back, uh, as long as it's not Eric and I leading these people, if you want to come and add a level-headed clinical so we're not just misguiding, let's do it. I'm sure the emails will continue to come. I got 15, 16, 17 others that we could have went through tonight. So let's do it. Hey, let's pick a time and do it. We can have it. We can say the Jay and Eric family. It's family. I time. like Thursday evenings. Yeah, that sounds great. Let's do it. Let's rock. Well, ultimately, we do whatever Eric wants. I mean, if, you, if you're going to join the Jay and Eric family, you're just going to have to realize Eric doesn't do anything pre-show, but you got to do everything he says. So Thursdays. Okay. You know, it's funny. I was going to tell you that I'm laughing and then we got to go. I was watching a Discovery TV reality show and I thought of, I thought of Eric and it's called Airplane Repo. Oh my gosh! That, that was based out of, that was based out of the airport that my dad owns a hangar at in McKinney, Texas. Arrow Country Airport. I see it every time I fly Southwest. Because during the day, it's anything that's on. It's better than Below Deck, and I admit I watch Below Deck religiously. You know? Come on. Come on. I watch alcoholism at its best, you know. No, I mean, hey, you're going, you're going to barbecue, but I just, I mean, I will say one thing about airplane repo. I think that's all staged. It's got to be right. Well, I mean, yeah, there's. I mean, you got people with a machine gun that's, you know, and this, and this long-haired skinny guy is sneaking up and jumping in the airplane. I'm like, I don't believe this. Yeah, I know, I know. Anyway, Kevin, go enjoy your barbecue. Thanks so much for joining us. Chronicope.us. Kevin, once again, thank you so much. My pleasure, and I'm looking forward to doing this again real soon. All right. I didn't know we were on for another thing, but let's do it. Oh, I'm serious. Let's do it. Where are you? What is that? Your office at BDW? I I basically just hung up on Kevin Peterson. Oh, did you? I hit well, the. Kevin, we're sorry. I'm not in control. All I do is show up. <laughs> he was in mid. I apologize. He was he was trying to say something, and I slipped. The button slipped. And it just went away. A button. That's me. <laughs> I didn't. Hey, what man, a fun night! I I didn't mean to get into another show, like, but I mean, if the emails are coming, then what are you fixing to do? I got uh, our sober living uh, meeting coming up here in uh, in two hours, so I got I got a little time to to kill. You get to go to the sober, so you get to, so it's like a house meeting. Yep. So basically, is there is there any accountability involved in it? 
We are adding the accountability. Absolutely. We got uh, yeah, a meeting know. sheet. We got the check-in sheet that our Burning Tree Ranch uh, aftercare uh, uses. So we're using kind of a continued. I'm excited. Yeah. This None of this really affects our listeners, but it's going on. I got the whole Burning Tree executive team coming into town next week. Really? Yeah. So you're going to roll out the red carpet for them? Absolutely. We got our CEO, our founder, our COO, our Philip, our UR guy. We've got Ashley, who does all of our accounting. We've got Don Wilson, who's coming to train our our sober living staff. I mean, I'm excited, actually. I mean, the fact you got Don Wilson, coming. the director of Burning Tree Transitional Services, coming out to Tucson, Arizona to train our sober living staff. Wow. How did you pull all this off? You know, there's advantages to having, you know, other facilities under the, the burning tree umbrella. I just asked if, because we didn't, I mean, we were kind of behind the times. And, you know, if we have someone, Dawn's been doing it for 10, 11 years. Like, why not bring her out and give her, ask her, you know, she, she offered a few days and she's going to take everything through how you talk to families, how you run the, the meetings, how you what you look for, what do you look for when you go into the, the houses, you know, how to connect with people. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, I'm, I mean, I mean, live. you not only have the best transition program in the state of Arizona, but also the most premier sober living environment in all of Tucson, right there in all of Arizona, right there in Tucson. Absolutely. Would you please learn what those cactuses are called? Those big ones? Are they saguaras? Yes. Sonoras? Sakoras. Sakura? Like Tupac Shakura? <laughs> Tupac Shakur. Tupac Shakur? It was named after a cactus? Yes. Okay. Well, those cactus are really kind of. They'd be kind of scary at night. You know what I mean? If you're running around out in the wilderness. Why would you be running around the wilderness? I don't know. What are you all doing for outings out there at BTW? Well, we got our big uh, camping uh, trip coming up. Not this weekend, but the next. CJ's um, taking them out? We got five staffs coming out. We're going to leave Friday morning, come back Sunday night. Uh, Where are you all going? Some lake, some campground around the lake. I, I, There's I was water hoping, in Arizona? Yeah. I was hoping to uh, to join them. I will uh, be hosting the Recovery Open, which was that Sunday evening. So we got a bunch of people coming into Arizona as well. So uh, busy week for me next week. Yeah. Um, but Well, no better person to be riding or at the, the helm of the ship at BTW than my own very own friend and colleague and leader of the Jay and Eric show, Jay Staples. Let's all give him a big round of applause. Well, you know what, Eric, come on out anytime. We need your uh, expertise as well. I need to get out there because I love connecting with the, the clients. I get to do our, uh, with Doug Wade tomorrow, I get to do our family program at Renewal Lodge by Burning Tree in Elgin, Texas, where I happen to have found my path of freedom. 
back in 2005. I played with bamboo out there. I guess we'll be doing this uh, on a regular basis. We're I mean, how many viewers did we have? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't tell you? No, we got up there. We got three that are still. Three? But we got up to 25 or 30. So everybody, please, the 25 or 30 that was on, please tell your friends to, to get on so then we can double our numbers to 50. And then once we do 50, then we can double them to 100. And once we get 100, we could double to 200. If we get 100 views. we get to that. If we're at we get to, if we get a hundred people live on our next, Eric Button will give a hundred dollar bills to everyone watching live. Oh, wait a minute! Yeah. Oh gosh! <laughs> I could give out a hundred pennies. <laughs> Love you. Have Eric, a great time, Eric okay? just just. <laughs> I gotta go. See All ya. Right, love you. Have fun at that meeting. <laughs>